0: It's the it's into a after a show, year. man? So May 10th, How's it going? How goes it? Well, well, well. I'm uh, finally up. You know, this is a regular time I used to record, which it. is Tuesday night. You know, before I release the episode, like five, six hours later. I haven't done this in a while, but uh, you know, the just the physical condition. Of whatever the shit, I don't know what I had. I'm suspecting that I had a stomach virus of sorts. Uh, maybe I had cholera. <laughs> Bad water. Uh, you know, it's either food or water. I, I I drank, ate wrong, and then I had a terrible viral reaction somewhere. Because uh, it's not COVID. Because I can taste and smell and do everything fine. I did two COVID tests, and I'm fine. But, you know, I had a fever of, like, 104, and then the fever went away. Then it came back, and then it was like this, like, for every three, four hours, I had a fever come back. Oh, and then, you know, I don't feel like eating, so I'm just, like, chugging Gatorade and water, and then whatever ionized water, you know, just to get me going. You know, I snack a little bit here and there. You know, that's what happened. You know, I think it was a food poisoning of sort that I got, but I'm still recovering. My head is a little woozy, but... You know, good enough to to a point that I'm able to function today after taking uh, unexpectedly taking a day off on a Monday. Um, But you know, uh, what happens happens. But you know, I cannot, I cannot, you know, linger any longer because uh, I feel like I'm gonna be sick again. You know, by the time by the time this episode comes out, you know, uh, the Leafs are gonna play the game four of the. Stanley Cup playoff, the semi Eastern Conference semifinal, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, I'm not gonna watch the game four, regardless of results at this point. If you, you know, for the historic contest, we're playing this way later in the future. The Leafs are down three to zero in the series after winning their first round. You know, miraculously, in my opinion, I think I said this last week or two weeks ago. How the fuck are they gonna beat either Boston or Florida if they play like that uh, after 19 years? And I thought, maybe this gets their monkey off their back. I think I said that last week. And so far, none of that fucking happened. So I know a lot of people are bitching about the Leafs, you know, regardless. And then that being down 3-1 in the NHL playoffs, you know, historically there were multiple comebacks unlike other sports. It can happen. I think uh, L.A. King – If I think Mike Richards, the center, he did, he did an interview with the National – post or something where you know he was on the Philly team that came back from three down deficit against the Bruins in 2012 2010 one of those two uh 2010 I believe and uh the other one was uh when he was in LA Kings when San Jose was up like three nil at one point so it kind of happened but given the characteristics of this team where the top four ain't got the next gear and that has been evidence for at least four seasons at this point. I don't think it ain't happening. Even if they win the Wednesday night, uh, I just go, all right, show me. And then, like, they'll play the game, what, five in Toronto? Friday, game six on Sunday. How do I remember this fucking schedule? Because I thought about going to fucking Florida on, for the weekend and catch the Miami Marlins and the Maple Leafs. But I don't want to embarrass myself at this point. And I'm too tired and sick, literally fucking sick, watching this team. You know, I'm still feeling feverish at this point talking about this. So I'm not going to go. So when they get to Game 7, then talk. But by the fact that they get to Game 7 tells me that, like, they will probably win. And they should. If they don't, then they're not a Stanley Cup material. And I'm going to go back and say what I said last year. They got one more year this core left, which is this past season. And they should blow the fuck up. I don't give a shit about Austin Matthews. I don't give a shit about Mitch Marner. I don't give a shit about William Nylander. I don't give a shit about John Tavares at this point. All of them flopped. And this round has evidence... Has shown the evidence of that. None of them fucking learned. None of them adjust their fucking plays. None of them play like they fucking should. They all panic. And all of a sudden don't know how to handle a puck. All of a sudden make one extra move that they shouldn't. And this fucking head coach... Still doesn't know to this day what the fuck the best lineup that this team has got. I mean, it just... No, like, I ain't doing this. Either they win the cup this season, or if they don't win, it's fucking over. I don't care if you get to the final and lose. I don't care if you get to the conference final and lose. Win the cup, or get the fuck out. If you ain't doing it now, you ain't doing it this year. Because I've seen it for five years, at least, at this point. So BK, what are you going to do on Wednesday? Instead of watching your beloved Maple Leafs. That, that's your the most abusive, you know, domestic partner that you will ever meet. Uh, I'm going to go see AEW here in Detroit. Watch the Dynamite Rampage taping, you know? I, I just, like, I don't care what happens to the Leafs. They win? Fine. Show me the rest of the game fucking anyway. So, I don't care. I'm going to go watch some wrestling where I already... At least, no, there's going to be more excitement. I know it'll be more fucking competitive, believe it or not, than the Leafs will probably be. So what the fuck is the point? I'm just going to go see the wrestling at this point. And I bought these tickets a long time ago, you know? Because, like, either way, hey, Leafs either are into the later round at this point or they fucked up. So, you know, my plans don't change from whatever I planned six months ago, right? So there's that. And I'm probably going to save the rant about the Maple Leafs again Next week, you know, and and then, oh, speaking of hockey, NHL did their uh, fucking uh, lottery draft, you know, and then the the Connor Bedard, the other Connor, is a franchise savior in this upcoming draft, and he's a phenomenal player uh, playing out of Regina Pats. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks won the lottery, and people are saying conspiracy rigged, you know, because of the way the thing was presented. And then some people are defending this going like, oh, they use Ernest Young. And I'm like, you can't be rigged. And I'm like, I'm sorry. The rigging part of this draft lottery is a very fact that the Chicago Blackhawks are, they were in the place of getting a lottery pick when they should have gotten their picks fucking forfeited for what they have done to their first round pick from 11 years ago, excuse me, 12 years ago. Excuse me, way longer than that probably. Their first round pick in the late 2000s, Kyle Beach. This continues my fucking argument that this fucking hockey culture won't fucking change. And the NHL just went along with this, you know, cave into the one of the original six traditional owners who hasn't apologized jack shit, instead say we talked enough about this, yelling at the press, and Oh, surprise, they had 11.5% chance of picking first overall. Gee, the integrity was right there. Was it, though? The fact that you gave this team a fucking pick and not taken a, not have taken a single one away. Why you take, what, at least two picks away from the Phoenix Coyotes at the time for, like, asking wrong fucking questions, you know, at the draft and probably, like, tampering beforehand. You took away first and a second round pick. The Chicago Blackhawks literally abused their fucking first-round pick and got, a fir- like, a first overall pick. Franchise-changing player. Gee, I hope this kid, like, doesn't fucking perform for the Blackhawks. You know, I, w- I wish I would have an Eric Lindros moment. He's like, I don't want to play for this owner, you know? I hope Connor Bedard comes to that sense, but, you know, the way this kid speaks, he's just going to cave and be like, oh, I'm thankful for the opportunity to play for one of the original six teams. Yada, 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 good old boy. Good old fucking Canadian boy right there. You know, do that shit. So I, I, I'm i pretty fucking pissed. Anaheim, Columbus should have gotten the first overall pick. And no one's going to win the fucking game. Shut the fuck up. Like, Anaheim, Ducks, with Zegris and Phillips and all those other... Marchman, all those guys, plus Connor Bedard... You know, it's going to be fucking fun. But that said, I think people are completely sleeping on the rest of the draft. You know, you got guys like Adam Fantilli a little bit biased because uh, Michigan Wolverine right there. You know, he's just as exciting as, like, Connor Bedard. You know, not probably at that 100% level, but, like, hey, any other draft, Adam Fintilly could have been the first overall pick. You know, I'm just saying, Anaheim Ducks, you're not getting Bobby Ryan, I don't think, <laughs> to Sidney Crosby. Anaheim, always finishing second, right? Uh, other than the Paul career year, I think. Um, but anyways, I, shame on the NHL. And shame on people defending this shit. You know I'm fucking right. Like, Penn State got banned from the bowl games twice for what they fucking did over decades. And this fucking team won three championships. And then, like, what? Like... Nothing. No real fucking punishment. We, we had really wrong one. Bad season. Bad press. Shut the fuck up. You got nothing taken away from you. Did anybody take your rings away? Did Joel Quimble, like, lose his legacy in Chicago? Fuck no. He lost his legacy in fucking Florida. And he might coach the fucking New York Rangers next season. Gary Bettman and all of his fucking hard talk. is like, oh, he's not, he's not uh, reinstated yet. Well, you're going to throw... Like, wow, Joel Qu- Quinville under the bus, but not the entire franchise and the ownership who overlooked it. I can stay a moment. Oh, it's the administrator's fault. It's like, and the owner claps back like that the way he did. Get the fuck out of here, man. No accountability whatsoever. You know? Anyways, speaking of accountability, and uh, this goes along nice with the AAPI Appreciation Month. I think that's what it was supposed to be. Again, me and my boy, Dwayne Johnson, you know, we, we have the same struggles. Um,. I have this article that came out uh, last week in the New York Times this past weekend. uh, Headline, I think some of the conservative media mostly and then the the internet's got mad. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's about 28 or 35 minutes. It's called Elizabeth Holmes opens up about her Theranos trials and what comes next. Uh, But basically... The title is Liz Holmes wants you to forget about Elizabeth. I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but, you know, a lot of people picked it up and said, this is an apologist piece, yada, yada, yada. And I read the whole article just before I started recording this. Um, I got to say, I would really recommend you to read the thing because the way the author, Amy chozik who is famous from the the book, you know, Chasing Hillary, and then they, they turned into a movie, Girls on the Bus, uh... You know, stuff like that, being a presidential candidate, uh, press coverage person. Uh, (laughs) I think she captured and did a very interesting writing where I, I think they did a good job casting doubts here and there. I didn't think this was completely a apologist piece. I would say that right there. In fact, I was getting more angry and angrier at Liz Holmes Elizabeth Holmes what are the fuck she wants to call herself because the writer if you see it in the middle and then the editors you know there are pieces about editor warned about her I was like you got role bro and then like is this real her is like but you know I think the Amy wrote that hey I want to talk about you know all these other Theranos employees who are th- supposedly threatened on the theranos expense so they fear for their lives just as you're fearing for yours going to prison you know and then they just elizabeth just skirted the conversation and it never got a single quote out of it because like you know liz holmes is trying to repaint herself as liz holmes right and even at the end of the article is like you know you know, the author, you know, Amy just said, oh, I got invited to all these things but I declined because I don't want to get so, you know, sucked into this nonsense. So, I really highly, you know, recommend you to read the article because I had the access to it. Thank you, Apple News or whatever. Um, but, you know, she says she doesn't fully understand. The author also says she doesn't fully understand this behavior, yada, 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 which I also go like. You know, do you really see the bullshit here, or are you just trying to get us rage so we can talk about it? So I, I was like casting kind of doubt here and there, you know. But I guess that makes it a very compelling writing to get to evoke the emotion out of you. Um, that said, I, I would have kind of changed the title from Liz Holmes wants you to forget about Elizabeth. And then I would have said comma but can you question mark I think that that title if you just like just say set that stage like that I think it would have reduced the negative and bias vitriol that this article is getting because what I'm getting out of this is like holy fuck what the the expression that I came up with I never used this fucking word before but I will say it. But it's a pun. I will say it right now. What a cunt. C-O-N-T. Because she's a con and a, she's a CEO you next Tuesday. Elizabeth Holmes. What a cunt. I swear to fucking God. I read this thing and I go, get the fuck out. First of all, she got 11 and a half years, 11 and a quarter years. While the other CEO, Sonny Balwani, you know, got 13 years. And Sonny Vanwani never got anything remotely close to the coverage that she has gotten. And they were supposed to be on a trial together to begin with. And it comes back to my argument that I always go, you know, to me, to me, It, it the judicial system is kind of like Bumble when it comes to, you know, for white-collar crimes, I feel like. Where, you know, do you get a favorable sentence? Swipe right. Versus left, if you're an Indian dude, the answer is no, you get swiped left. It's like the online dating swipe. I, I swear to God, if you remember during the great downturn, the economic downturn with the derivative tra- trading, who's the only guy out of Goldman Sachs that got fucking arrested? The Indian dude. Where are the rest of the executives who did this shit? Nobody else went to jail other than this one fucking dude. Insider trading, the one of the biggest ones. Did Steve Cohen go to fucking jail for that shit? No. Another Indian dude. So, hey, are they not guilty at all? That's not what I'm saying. But do they get the favorable sentencing? Like Liz Holmes here is trying to get? Fuck no. It's, you know, I'm with the conservative articles or the online responses. Like This just shows the ultimate privilege. Criticize... Liz Holmes, Elizabeth Holmes, the fucking cunt Holmes over here. Not the author. You had to write the fucking article. But like there's a lot of casts of doubts in this article that like, but is it, but is it? You know? And then the fucking guy that she's with, Billy Evans, who's come from a privileged family also, you know? We're like, she's she's such a normal chick. And then pumped out two babies out of her. You know? And then he's younger, too. I think, like, he's 25 when she was, like, 32 when they met and shit like that. And then, like, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know what this guy is fucking thinking. To like, you had all these choices and you met her. And then you went with this. You must love her. But then also you, you must be, like, you must have not gone through enough girls to see the fucking con. Through this. And then her parents, you know, Elizabeth Holmes's parents, going like, you know, this is not the lizard. You know, she lost her twenties, you know, because of her startup life and the entrepreneurship. True. But that said, you can't like you objectively put, she started a company after she got into Stanford. As brilliant as she was you telling me that she didn't know what the fuck she was doing all the way? She was just brainwashed, yada, yada, yada. She just lost her innocence. I, 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 shut the fuck up. It's like the whole Dave Chappelle, Elizabeth Smart argument. It's like, you're 14 and you don't know how to fucking escape? Yes, you're kidnapped and you're going through a trauma, but what the fuck? Like... You cannot not tell me that, like, oh, we lost all the money and stuff. I'm sure you did, and you should have lost all the money. You should have not earned a dime out of this fucking con company that this is. But you cannot come and tell me that, like, holy fuck, like, you know, look at the board members and everything. And then the leverage that they fucking pull through her parents and her parents' network, which is completely dismissed... You know, at least by the Holmes family, with the Schultz's family and all those people. I, I I just go like, this is unbelievable. What a privilege to get this fucking time out of a New York Times or like a writer and an accomplished writer, not just in New York Times, to do this shit. I like the gall of this, like to continue the con. And these people just enabling this behavior is fucking outrageous. I don't think New York Times is an enabler of that. What, New York Times is going to turn it down and be like, oh, we don't want to talk to you because you're a fucking fake. Yeah, Wall Street Journal would have picked it up. New York Post would have picked it up. Wall Street Journal would be like, you want to follow-up? Well, you want me to trash you the 2023 version. Somebody else would have picked this shit up. So I don't blame them for that. I don't blame the New York Times. Other than change the fucking title. I, I, otherwise the rest of the writing just proves wh- how severe of a con, a con this fucking bitch is. And if you want to hear more about that shit, go back and listen to my 2019 episode. Jesus Christ. I talked about this. The episode. Oh my God. I was talking about all these con people back in the day. Uh, called the Aphrodian Slip In January 2019 Oh no February 27th 2019 episode 111 And you know what Elizabeth Holmes Is only going to go for jail 11 years or probably Less and come out and then she's going to hug Her children and all that and then yada 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 I, I'm i just I just got mad more at this Family and then the fact that she She's able to pump out two babies Oh, and then the whole thing was fucking weird. Like, you know, she got pregnant during the trial that was already delayed by the pandemic. So the prosecutors got frustrated and she goes, oh, I'm 39, so I don't have much time. Well, you couldn't have saved the fucking eggs with the guy, the fucking Evans is like hotel money or some shit. You got to be fucking shitting me. Oh, he's not that rich. He's not that rich. How the fuck do you afford all these private and reclusive housing that you're fucking getting? Billy? Billy, if you truly love her, why don't you save her eggs? Huh? Did anybody ask that fucking question? How do you afford this Mandarin lessons, huh? Gee, what a fucking foresight. Am I the only one asking this fucking question? I'm sure Amy thought this. I hope she did. Let me see. Did you say, like, save eggs or something? No, nowhere in the article a word eggs is used. You know, freeze the eggs, the embryo, none of that shit. You could have done that. Instead, oh no, she got pregnant. You know, while her trial's about to begin as the pandemic was coming to an end. You don't think that's some kind of desperate fucking measure? A literal fucking measure? She fucking pulled out of this shit? What a fucking cunt. Again, C-O-N-T. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. Let me know what you think. I think I raged it appropriately than rest of the internet did because I read the fucking article and then I actually followed the traces of this bullshit for about five years now. You know, I recorded an episode about it. Go listen to 111. And I think I mentioned her in something else before. So we'll probably hear about it. Anyways, email me at a-outlook.com. At email me at at outlook.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh after when the Leafs are probably eliminated. If they're not what well, we'll talk about. It too, All right, peace out.